You are listening to the Independent 88.5 FM, our Here at Home series. I am Julie Slater, and I am here with Ray LaMontagne. Ray, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. I know you don't normally do interviews, so I just wanted to say thanks so much for coming on and and doing this. This is our Here at Home series. Are you actually at home right now? I am, yeah. Do you live, I know at one point you bought a farm. Is that still, is that where you live now or? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, a farm just in the foothills of the Berkshires in western Massachusetts, northwestern Mass. Oh, wow. Must be beautiful right now. Yes, spring is here. It's been a long winter. Yeah. So it's, it's really nice, yeah. That's great. I wanted to start off with something kind of funny. Um, so 13 years ago, I adopted a two-and-a-half-year-old dog, and I was trying to come up with a name, what to call her, and I ended up calling her Rayla after you, Rayla Montaigne. What do you think about that? Oh, that's a funny <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had anyone name their dog after you? <laughs> no. That's a first. So I, I have some some questions. Um, I wondered if there's any way that you guys are similar in personality. So just a few uh, true or false questions. So Rayla is not aggressive, but she simply tolerates people. Would you say <laughs> you are similar? Um, boy, I don't know. I, I would I would be hesitant to say that I that I just tolerate people. I um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm I'm not sure I'm quite that. I like my fellow humans. Yeah, um, okay. I do. I just, um, but we are strange. I know, I know and uh, yeah, humans are strange. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm hesitant to say that I just tolerate them because um, I think, I think I like my, I think I like humans a little more than that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my next question. Uh, Rayla's had some troubles in her life, but she has a tremendous will to live. Would you say you do? Yes, I like to live. <laughs> I hope you know, to live some... to a ripe old age. I'm, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to being a very healthy, active, um, senior octogenarian. I'm really hoping. <laughs> I think I'm going to make it. I really do. I think I'm going to make it. I'm, All right, we've got our fingers crossed. No. And my last question: oh, Rayla okay. really loves turkey. How about you? <laughs> I don't. Actually, I don't. No. <laughs> All right, I was just being funny. Um, okay, a long time ago, so I obviously have been a fan for a long time. There was someone wrote something, um, I don't remember their name, and it was a blog a long time ago, and they said, My friends don't ask me how I'm doing, they ask me what music I'm listening to. And if I'm listening to Ray LaMontagne, they know I'm not doing well. Meaning, like, some of your, the, your music. It's so healing, but it's some of it going back to the, you know, like I always want to encourage people if they've just found you now to go back to Trouble and the album Till the Sun Turns Black. There is some heavy, like one of my favorite songs is Empty. And and some of your music, it's just so cathartic to the person because it's so deep. And I wonder, who do you turn to to feel? Do you turn to to more darker sensitive music do you turn to uplifting music when you need that boost uh that's hmm. well first of all it the so many ways i can answer this um you know those early years of mine uh, you know I'm, i was what, 25 26 something you know that's 20 years ago i'm 48 now and a very different human than i was then yeah. um 
And a lot of the early, um, my early years making music was really all about sort of a, just a primal scream, you know, or some version of the primal scream, just getting rid of stuff that working through things, my own things. Um, I actually have a very difficult time relating to that guy. Oh, really? I, um, I was wondering well, if you recognize that person in yourself. Oh, I, I see him from afar. I see uh-huh. him from afar, but it's, it's such a different, that young person or younger person was, was working through some stuff and I have no, I'm still, this, obviously I'm the same guy, but um, I'm so far removed from that, from my younger self. So it's hard for me to relate to those things, to those songs for sure. And um, how does it feel playing those songs when you're kind of, do you I have to relive that all? Well, there are only a few, there are only a few that I can really approach. Um, songs like Trouble, uh, Jolene, Burn, I can sing. Um, <laughs> um, empty, I can sing once in a while, um, <laughs> but uh, gotta be in the right know, mood. It's, it, it, it has to feel real. That's all. Yeah, and that's sure. something that I think a lot of my uh, people who come to my shows have come to realize that there's. I, I only sing things if it's re, if it's if if I'm there with it in in the moment, and if I'm not for whatever reason in my life I'm not there. I'm not. I can't do it, then I don't sing them. And the, and for the most part, you know, largely, um, they're fine with that. Um, and they just want to see where I am today. Right. You know? um, well, and I think that's what fans love the most is how authentic you are. But you were asking about music. But, you know, I um, I just go back and listen to the the people who still inspire me. You know, Van Morrison, Tony Mitchell, Neil Young. Um, you know, Van Morrison continually uh-huh. inspires me. I just find his music so deep. At what age did he's, you discover Van Morrison? Oh, very early on, you know. Um, yeah. Early 20s, you know, when I was really just digging into music. But he's always been someone who just, I just find there's just something there that I connected with so deeply. Everything about, and I've never met Van Morrison. I've met a lot of my heroes. I've never met Van Morrison, but and I don't need to, you know, I'm just saying that his approach to music um, and his approach to not just that, but the business side of it as well, you know, um, has always spoken to me. It's very, I feel a kinship, some kind of soulful kinship there. Um, he is, you know, I, I never sit down to write a song unless something is coming to me and saying, pick up your guitar and this has to be discovered or this needs to be born or this needs to, whatever it is. I never pick up my guitar to just write. I never sit down with the intention to write. It's something else coming. It, it's telling me it needs to be there. And then I just follow it. And it's as surprising to me as it is, you know, to anyone. I don't know. It's, it just becomes what it is. And then that's the end of it. You know, right. it's just all there is to it. We don't have a lot of time left, and I do have two questions for you. Um, your latest album, Monovision, which came out June 2020, I got some vibes of like John Denver, James Taylor, The Beatles. Are those are those intentional vibes in the album? I can't say that I know John Denver's music uh, or James Taylor. I have to say, oh, funny, I really don't. Um, Beatles, of course. I mean, I'm all over the Beatles, but um, 
But John Denver and James Taylor, no, I, I couldn't tell you a, a record or anything. <laughs> That's pretty neat. <laughs> no, okay, none. and then... And then my last question, um, you just put out a new version of I Was Born to Love You featuring Sierra Farrell. How did that, how did that uh, collaboration, I, and, I, and Sierra's touring with you, right? Yeah, and it all came about because um, the record, of course, I couldn't tour it immediately. So it's been kind of just out there living its life and people are discovering it. Um, and we worked a couple singles early on and then it just you know, you just put them out there and they, people find it. That's how it works. Um, and it became clear that that song, Born to Love You, was becoming a favorite, um, just based on streaming numbers, which are all available to us now, which is wonderful. And so as it got closer to the tour, we started to discussing, uh, to discuss releasing that as a single uh, before the tour. And when this conversation was happening, I had just invited Sierra to open the shows. And I thought her voice is so lovely to just uh, have her take a pass on it and, and sing some harmonies and see see how it sounded. Um, and she, you know, she was really gracious and she really um, committed herself to doing it. You know, it's it, she's not faking it for sure. Um, and it's, I just thought it was beautiful. And so um, it kind of just came together naturally like that. And it's also the first release on my own label now i have uh, monovision was my last record with rca i now have my own label called laila records which is wonderful oh wow oh that's great uh, fully independent artist so it all just kind of came together naturally you know yeah you both have such a great like an old soul crooner sound so your harmonies are beautiful on that song uh, I do think we are our time is up Ray Lamontagne uh the latest album Monovision is out uh, you're touring you're going to be coming to the LA area the Arlington Theater Santa Barbara May 4th and the Pantages Theater uh, May 7th in Los Angeles Ray thank you so much for uh having a chat with me it's really been a joy talking to you Well thank you I appreciate it You're listening to the Independent 885 FM our here at home series Thanks so much Ray Sure thank you 88.5 FM, KCSN, and KCSN HD1, Northridge, Los Angeles. KSBR and KSBR HD1, Mission Viejo.